great, dude. I it like is. It. it is very good. I don't know. I went through a scotch phase. So I found that Glenlivet lamp. I'm going through a Mayday phase right now. <laughs> We're going through a Mayday phase for about a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Drinking on that delicious barrel blonde right now. Went out there last week, got some Shit, soul. Good. You had some sassafras. That stuff was good, man. Dangerous too. Yeah, I was driving that night, so I didn't imbibe, but <coughs> in the in the sassafras, but uh, that soul, dude, I, that's my go-to. I can't I can't not get it. I love it every time I go out there. So I'm yeah, very excited. Good. I think I had one of those too, actually, when I first got there. Yeah. <coughs> then I uh, got on that sassafras. Well, my dad's coming to celebrate his 75th birthday in a few days. That's awesome. And we're going to ride out to the brewery one day, nice. hang out out there. So that that should be fun. Smoke a cigar out there on the patio. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can get my dad to smoke a Cuban with me. I don't. He's not a big. He's not a cigar smoker, but yeah, uh, he has smoked in the past when he was younger. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna give him one of those little stubbies and see if he'll have one with me. Yeah. Although I don't know how long we're gonna be. Uh, Doing outside activities because it's supposed to be like s- like in like freezing temperatures, snowing over the weekend. Is it really? Yeah. Jeez. So <clears throat> just in time for the people from Florida to come visit. Yeah, if it's not raining, it's snowing. Jesus, it's been raining crazy lately. It has been fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I'm fucking over. It. I don't know how you Seattle West Coasters do it. Well, speaking of the rain, crazy man. I we you know we spent all last podcast plugging the Faith Kelly show that. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. got canceled because of the storm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah. but we did not let it go to waste. We it's ended okay. up actually all meeting over at my house and uh, having a little little, little drink session, smoke session on the patio. That was fun, man. It happened to be really warm that night. So, mm-hmm. like, the rain was coming down and it was kind of kind of nice outside. So, we all, it reminded me of like a summer, like old school summer, just it hanging was, out in the patio. It was really warm. It was crazy. <laughs> That's the temperature change. <coughs> I still can't barely get my voice back now. That's right. You're coming back from being sick. Man, it's been a weird couple of weeks because I got back from Cuba. Then I got sick. And then, like, it, was, it wasn't until this past like, Sunday yesterday. Because uh, mm-hmm. we're recording this on an odd Monday. But it wasn't until yesterday that I started feeling like I woke up not feeling like there was something wrong. Like I was 100% better. Yeah, yeah. Except that my voice still hasn't come back. I like this new voice though. Maybe you like it's stay. a little raspy. A little raspy. It seems a little deeper, maybe. A little less nasally. <laughs> My voice is totally fucking nasally. I know it. I don't care. Seems well, what we, it is. we ended up going up to Satan's asshole, uh, old Melrose Billiards. Haven't done that in a while. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I ended up uh, playing darts with a bunch of random people and destroying them. Really? I destroyed them. I was drunk and Cootie Brown walked up. I was like, you mind if we get on the board? And like, no, come on in. I said, all right, let's play around. Just destroyed everybody. Really? Yeah, it's a good feeling. Well, we, uh, I left when you guys, when we were doing shuffleboard, and I would have liked to have stayed, because I'm pretty decent at that game. It's pretty yeah. fun to play. Yeah. yeah. I'm not really good at most bar games. I like playing pool, but I'm but I'm horrible at it. Uh, like, darts, I'm, I'm really bad at. I, I went through a dart phase, but I never really got good at it. Yeah. But shuffleboard for some reason, man, I just got the I got the, the the touch for it. I can just let it yeah let it go just right. Yeah, man. But uh, I it's probably good 
that we left because we didn't feel like crap the next day. But Faith was going hard. She mm-hmm. got a little. She was ready to go. If you know what I mean. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was tipsy before we left. If I remember correctly. Yeah. 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 It was one of those spontaneous things. We were kind of just hanging at the house. Like we were kind of just gonna stay in that night. We weren't. Mm-hmm. We invited uh, some people over just to see, just to come hang. Like we we were thinking we were gonna watch a movie and just drink some wine, and it turned into a party. And then it turned into fucking Melrose, and, uh, and the rest is history. How much popcorn did you eat? I stayed away. I from only it took. Time. I only had two two popcorns. Two yes. like you know trays of popcorn. If you guys ever know, if you uh, come to Nashville and you go to Melrose Billiards, free popcorn. Yeah, so it's really good popcorn too. It's kind of like our thing, but we haven't gone in a while, so I've been. Yeah, we haven't gone on the two for one nights. Usually, have like a couple of rounds, yeah. and then next thing you know, we're like just destroying. Try to stay the away. Popcorn. Try to stay away stay until you get about possible. three beers in. Next thing you know, you stop giving <laughs> shit with people around you think mm-hmm. about you, just <clears throat> scarfing down massive amounts of popcorn. <laughs> Dude, uh, it was a really good weekend for me though. <clears throat> I the next morning, uh, kind of just took my time getting getting up and getting ready, and Faith. Uh, was laying in bed for a little bit, so I got up and did some journaling in the in the morning, and uh, we had some breakfast. I went to the store and got some food, got some breakfast. Uh, we made some, some espresso and some. It sounds like a pretty pretty nice little Sunday. It was. It was a pretty nice little Sunday. But then, dude, the best thing happened to me that ever happened to me in a relationship. Now this is kind of like this is like an old Bill Burr joke that he actually, but it actually it happened to me for real. He and his his was with a sandwich, but mine was with coffee. So, dude, we get done eating breakfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're waiting. We're waiting for uh, Kyle was going to come over and hang out with us for a little bit, and and we're trying to figure out what we were going to do for the day. We haven't quite, but we had some some laundry in. We had some finished up some chores, so we had some time to kind of relax. She wanted to give the cat a bath, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go uh, smoke a cigar out on the because uh, I had some emails to do. I was like, well, I'm going to go do my emails out on this outside of our little uh, outside of my apartment uh, for people listening. There is the, the leasing office, and outside the leasing office, there's this little, like, French cafe set, little patio cha- table and chair set. So I went out there and sat there and was, like, on my phone sending emails and smoking a cigar. And Faith comes out, and she's like, hey, do you want a cup of coffee for out here? And I was, I was like, you're going you're gonna to make me a coffee? Oh, yeah. And yeah, she yeah, was... No, no joke. <laughs> she was like... <laughs> She was like, "Yeah, yeah. What do you want?" And I was like, "Okay, well, I I've had an espresso already, so how about just a just a regular cup of coffee?" So, all right, a t- little bit of time goes by, and then she comes out with like a cup and saucer, and like lays it down on the table beside <laughs> me while I'm smoking, and I'm she's like, "I'm just gonna, you know, leave this here for you, and I'm, I'm gonna leave you alone for a while so you can have some alone time and smoke your cigar and drink your coffee. I'm gonna go give Mitty a bath," and and then she l- went inside. And just left you alone. And left me alone <laughs> for like 15 minutes. And I sat there and I... She gave you a good 15 minutes. So. I, I mean, it was more than that, but like uh, then Kyle showed up. Yeah, but I sat time. there and I was like, I drank my coffee and uh, had a cigar and just stared into the sky and was like, this is the best, this is the best thing ever. Nice. Like, I just, the fact that she randomly just made me a cup of coffee and yeah, brought it yeah. to me. It's just like, yeah, I, I love what you're talking about like that. Wilbur referenced like the sandwich. Yeah, you know, it was like the Brahma sandwich. He was so, like all weekend, I was saying like the whole rest of the day yesterday. I was like, we, we were like, even, <clears throat> I was like, even at last night we were out at um, we were like, we were out of Bar Sovereign, and I was like, 
I, every time there was a lull in conversation, I was just like, I, I just can't believe you, you brought me that coffee and and let me smoke my cigar in peace. It was like, that was the best Sunday I could ever have asked for. That's funny. Yeah, I'm not sure I've ever had a woman bring me a sandwich or like... It's funny, I, I hate to dog on an old G- Gabby there, but it's funny the other day. I don't know if you do this, but I personally, like if I'm cooking for someone, usually I'll plate plate it for them and bring mm-hmm. them, you know, yeah, the yeah, plate. Yeah. That's pretty common, yeah. right? <laughs> so she's cooking dinner the other night. She, she go ahead and plates herself some food and sits down and starts eating. And I'm sitting there like... <laughs> Oh, so it's done? You what know what I mean? Like, okay. were, you, were you at her place? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that makes it even worse. If, if, <laughs> okay. If it, at least if it was at your place, yeah. it's like you can, you know, it's 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 different, but you're yeah. at her place and she cooks yeah. and just... I mean, I gave her a little shit for it, but Did I mean... Did she start not eating? Gonna, yeah. <laughs> she was, yeah. And I was like, um, she's going to go make me a plate, you know? She's like... Well, you can make it. I was like, I mean, I get that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I can make it. You know, I'm not trying to be lazy, but yeah, I was just thinking, like, isn't that sort of like an etiquette or like? Maybe I think yeah. I mean, it's not even like a. Thing. It's not even a gender thing. I think it's just a who who cooks, right? Yeah. Because, just, like, when I, me and Faith do the same thing. When mm-hmm. I cook, I make her plate. Mm-hmm. When she cooks, she makes my plate. Yeah, usually. I think that's kind of yeah. Yeah, it took me back a little bit. Because it's all like, about the. Yeah. It's all about for for me anyway. Because I like to pretend i'm fancy it's all about the the presentation too like you want to eat mm-hmm. you want to like put the stuff on the plate the way that you see it in your head when you're cooking you're sure. like yeah this is gonna this is how i want this this plate to be presented yeah, yeah. and usually i'll even go a step further um because uh, i want to this might be it could be so, some might say uh, this is romantic some might say that an, another way of putting it is i just like to be in control of every everything in the situation so i'll even set out like the drinks we're having like the bottle of wine like I'll open the wine, I'll like I'll set up the glasses, I'll like set the table and everything, cause I just like I want it to be the way I pictured it in my head when I'm making dinner. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> I get it. Yeah. We don't. Well, let me ask you this: Do you guys uh-huh. like sit on the couch and watch TV while you eat, or do you like sit at a table? And well, this particular meal was sort of like a, um, a vegetarian chili sort of a thing. Not okay. chili. I don't know what it was. It was wasn't really a yeah, we definitely sat down on the couch, but even still, though, I would have, if it the roles yeah. would have been reversed, I would have made her a play, you know? <laughs> maybe, I don't know, maybe this is because we don't have a, co- like, a, we have a... Are we old-fashioned, man? <laughs> maybe, that, I, I guess it is, man, but we don't, we don't do the, uh, we, we don't very often do the sitting in front of the TV to eat. We usually eat at the table. Yeah. And then go sit on the couch. Well, she and I really eat together. I think we were already watching something. Yeah. Then, you know, but um, we have been known to do it. Like if we order, if we get takeout, like if mm-hmm. we get pizza, we'll we'll put it on the on the uh, the coffee table and eat. And last oh dude, last night we were so fucking fat. <clears throat> we went to Martin's Barbecue downtown, which was incredible. Uh, the, um, I'm not gonna, I don't want to give them free plugs too much, but the uh, the inside of that place is dope as fuck, and uh. Barbecue is uh, one of my favorite in town. I don't, I don't, I'm not like a barbecue snob. I'm not a barber snob. Yeah. But I, it was, it was pretty fucking good. And like I was telling you earlier, I like the wet sauce. Mm-hmm. The, not overly drenched in it, but I, like the actual fact that it's watery and not thick. Yeah. <clears throat> I really enjoy barbecue. I get burnt out on it sometimes, especially like this past four years when I was in Murfreesboro on that job. It was like, <clears throat> that's all they wanted to eat was fucking barbecue, mm-hmm. you know? So, 
I definitely got tired of it, but I also like, I like dude, time time. two tails for me on a barbecue. Um, obviously, you gotta. I guess I'm 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 assuming that people know how to cook barbecue. If it's if it's if you have a barbecue restaurant, you probably know how to cook your meat. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, the cooking is a major part of it. But what stands, what makes different restaurants, I think, stand out or different styles of barbecue is the sauce and the baked beans. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Some people go for like the super like sugary um thick you know brown baked beans Mm -hmm. but martin's barbecue had more of like the spicy beans Mm -hmm. and i dig that i dig that a lot yeah i like the potato salad makes a difference too yes if i can find it i like the cream cheese uh based one with the red potatoes and the chives so fucking good the bacon bits in there i'm down with that yeah i'm not a big i'm not and I'm not a big cold salad fan because I don't like mayo, mm-hmm. but I will get the fuck down on some on some potato salad, dude. That's my that's my one that I will give yeah. it up for. Yeah, they had a good. That's ex- that's exactly what I had, dude. I had a brisket with potato salad and uh, and baked beans, yeah. and it was the shit. Yeah, my aunt she used to always make the mustard based one. It's a little bit of mayonnaise, a little bit of mustard. Yeah, I like them both, man. I like them both. It's good, yeah. I can never do like the ones that are like really wet and watery though. It's got to be kind of thick. Oh yeah. Sometimes you get that with like a macaroni salad or or like a coleslaw. Uh-huh. I was never really a big yeah, slaw. Yeah, I never fan. did slaw. Yeah, it, I, I I can take it on a sandwich, mm-hmm. but just there's people that just love eating the slaw by itself. Yeah, I never got that. Yeah, it's a somehow we that. decided that a topping is gonna become a side. Yeah. It's a topping. It's just yeah. it's a bunch of like That's shredded tough. cabbage yeah. and shit. Yeah, it's not that good. Yeah, I never understood. There was the a story. There was a reason why I was I started with the barbecue story, but. Until I remember that, I can tell you that. Uh, so yesterday during the day, we went to the Frist and we saw the, um, the French art exhibit. Mm. There was like uh, Renoirs and Monets and Manets and um, Van Goghs and uh, a couple of artists that I'd never heard of before that I um, that I now want to look into more because I saw some artwork there that I liked. Yeah. And uh, do you buy one? To pick one up? No, he. Don't, <laughs> I don't think you could buy him <laughs> off the Frist, but. And there was one Picasso in there that I thought was weird. I was like, uh, it was a little bit anachronistic. Like, it didn't fit with the rest of the work. It wasn't even, like, maybe it was from the same time. No, it wasn't, because most of the artwork there was, like, a lot of, like, the Renoirs and the Monets were, like, 1800s. Mm-hmm. And this Picasso was, like, 1950s. So I'm not quite sure how that ended up in there, but it must have been part of the person's collection who was donating it or whatever. Sure, yeah. <clears throat> now, the funny thing, man, is I saw a Picasso in Miami when me and my daughter went. And this Picasso was in his own room. And it was there was a guard in the room with it, and it had a um, it was open air, but it had a, like a ribbon like a, a mm-hmm. around it where you couldn't get more than like six feet uh, to it. Yeah, and you couldn't take any pictures in that particular room. So, uh, and but but I got to gaze upon my first live Picasso. Yeah, and it was fucking awesome. It was it was called the uh, the lady with the watch. It was like one of his cubist like awkward looking things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one. Dude, there was like Monets and Renoirs and Picassos out, like that we, you could walk up to, and like touch if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And so at first I was like, I had I this, really I, I had this little, I had this, no, I had this little debate with Faith. I was like, these, these are replicas, right? Because they wouldn't put real Renoirs and Monets out for people just this to get this close to. What if I fucking sneeze on a on yeah. a goddamn Picasso? Right. But uh, we actually stopped and asked the guy at the front, and he was like, no, they're they're all real. 
they're all re they're not replicas they're all real and i was like holy fuck we just we just gazed upon and then faith brought up the good point that you know not all these artists commission so much work mm -hmm. that they're not all masterpieces they're not all like the ones that are worth you know mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of dollars so or millions but, yeah but uh, fuck dude i just i left there like what the fuck dude we just saw like a room full of Renoirs, Monets, Manets, Picasso, and mm -hmm. two fucking Van Goghs. I had yeah. never seen a Van Gogh up, up close before, dude. Were they smaller? <clears throat> the Van Goghs were smaller. Yeah. Some of the other ones were, were uh, well, you know, full-size paintings. Mm -hmm. But the two Van Goghs we saw were a little bit smaller. But, dude, uh, you talk about, like, someone who stands out. Like, when you see his paintings up, up close, you're mm -hmm. like, holy fuck. That, now, like, Van, Van Gogh, like... <clears throat> He, we, there was two there. There was one like a like a bowl of flowers, and then there was one that was like a farm scene with the clouds behind it. Mm -hmm. And when you look at it, you're like, it's real enough to know, like it's realistic enough to see that he was looking at a, at a something. Mm -hmm. But then there's it's cartoony enough to see, like that he like the, like the cloud formations were not realistic. They were like mm -hmm. his little swirls and everything. And and even when he did, he uses a lot of paint, so the, mm -hmm. they're they're, really, they're, thick, they're yeah. really textured. Yeah. Everything is really textured, and it kind of pops off the canvas. Mm -hmm. And it's this weird juxtaposition between realistic and cartoonish, and you can say you can really see where, like, as an artist, like that must have been that must be how he sees the world, you know, like mm -hmm. like that. And it's you know, it's really interesting. Interesting thing too is especially about his work. It's like when you get up really close to them versus when you stand back. Like it looks so much more realistic when you stand back and you get closer and like like you said those big swirls and those big globs of paint, you know, and it's like. I it's never knew like, I it looks more cartoonish and it does it does and uh, yeah I don't know I never knew that I would be into art and uh, but the the I've, I've I've grown quite fond of some things that definitely jump out it's true what they say some things will jump if you're not if you people who think they don't like art have just not seen something that jumps out at them yet that really because there's a couple of pieces like Faith is one of those people I was making fun. She she got mad at me a little bit because I was like wandering off and she's like we're supposed to be doing this together, mm -hmm. and uh, but she's a looker. Like she will spend a bunch of time looking at every single painting. I'm pretty good at, um, I guess good at it or whatever. My style of, of art looking is more like I'll I'll peruse every single painting in there, mm -hmm. but I'm not gonna sit and stare at every single one if it doesn't jump out at me. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go find the one that really means speaks to me. Like they had this one, that was about I want to say it was like maybe like three three or four feet by four feet it was like this it was bigger than all the rest and it was a it was a painting of a storm uh with ships on the horizon of a storm coming into port mm. and they got the dude this guy um got the and I, I i i feel i should have wrote the name down i got a picture of it but got the the anybody who's ever tried to paint or write about the ocean knows how hard it is to describe the color of the, the different colors of the ocean mm -hmm. and this this person got the color of the sea, like in the, in, it must have been a Car uh, Caribbean, a Caribbean or a or a um, Mediterranean, because it had like that real turquoisey blue color. Mm -hmm. With and the way they did the storm in the background with the ships coming in from the storm, yeah. and there was it was just and it was so big that if you got close to it, you kind of felt like you were in the scene. Mm -hmm. It was like it's kind of like going on one of those those rides at Disney or something where like they, they immerse you like in a giant screen, so you feel like you're actually in the scene. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. dude, and. I just sat there and stared at this picture, and uh, Faith was like, "Yeah, it's because you wish you were on that ship." And I was like, "Yeah, maybe," but it just—it just seems like it was very immersive. Like it seemed like it was 
it, it felt like it was moving even though it was only a, a picture like it felt like the storm was coming in i can True. hear the storm i can see like yeah. the clouds rolling i like those uh, paintings with the stormy seas yeah so cool man yeah i would definitely uh I, there hasn't been a a uh a, an exhibit yet at the frisk that i had that i thought wasn't worth going there and seeing I've been a couple times. I'm trying to think who I saw. For those who don't know, the Frist is the local art gallery here mm -hmm. in Nashville. I think I saw Japanese art one time. Oh, I wanted to go to that. The samurai one? That might have been the one. And then I went to another one. I don't know if this was samurai. I just know it was Japanese art in general. It might have been that. I think I'm pretty sure they have some samurai shit there. But, but uh, yeah, I can't remember what the other one was. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a while. The very first one times. I ever went to was when they did the, the, they were doing like the old cars, like classic, uh, classic like Bentleys and like uh, British cars or like European cars. They had cars in there? Yeah. And uh, then I went and saw the Roman exhibit not too long ago with Faith. And then we just went back and saw the French art. So, yeah, and we just went on a whim too. We didn't even know what was going to be there, but I'm so glad we went because it worked out perfectly. And then there's that, there's that train station hotel right next door, mm -hmm. Station Inn or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. and Not Station Inn, Union, Union station. station. yeah. And uh, Faith loves that place, and we love it. Like, I love it, too. She's got me into liking it. In fact, I want to take my folks there when they come visit. A little bar in there. There's, like, a little cool bar. We, we went there at Christmas time, actually, mm -hmm. and they had the, the fireplace going. So we got some drinks at the bar and then went and sat by the fireplace. Man, it was so pretty. It was so nice. And they have it all done up inside. Like, I'm sure you've been in there. They have it all done up like the old school years, train station. Yeah. So they still have the original train station board like behind glass and everything. It's yeah, so yeah. cool, man. That's cool. And of course, there's the flying saucer down there, which we didn't go this time, but I drug her is there last time. still open? I was yeah. wondering if that is, yeah. Yep. Man, that was the spot back in the day. Was it? Yeah, well, dude. I've only been a couple of times. I like it every time I go. But It'd always Faith, be packed out. Ton of Faith beers. thought it was it was, uh, was kind of, you know, it was kind of bro-y or whatever, but I was like, no, oh, let's go. I mean, yeah, shit. We used to go down there and try to meet girls. There used to be a lot of people hung out. Really? It's a long time. It's been there oh, forever. Man. One of the first parts and spots in Nashville that had like all the craft beers, you know. Yeah, they got a. Know. Their beer list is impeccable. Them and uh, the beer cellar down there on First Avenue. Mm -hmm. We used to go there all the time. They oh, dude, we gotta go beers. back to the beer. So, dude, they closed that for a while and then it opened back up again. Really? I always liked it down there, man. But hell, man, can you like with all the flooding happening on First Avenue last week? I can imagine those underground bars got it bad. Yeah. Yeah, that was a hell of, we had a hell of a lot of rain. Mother Nature spoke. Something else I wrote down. Let me see what she's, put, she's putting the whoop down on us this week. It's been shitty for uh, my project, that's for sure. Oh, really? Yeah. Working out there on the roads and shit? Working nights. I got to work tonight, man. Oh, that sucks. Let's see what I had wrote, written. Wrote? Let's see what I wrote down here. I'll stall a little bit while Chris goes and walks away from the mic uh, I take these weird Chris what do you uh, okay so you know like <clears throat> people like to talk about what they would do if they had you know if they were rich or had a ton of money or like whatever so I think an unexplored topic in this, is though, is uh, usually 
you join something or you have you, you're able to get to be like uh and I, i'm not just talking about like getting vip at the bar that you know whatever like or going to some maybe some place in vegas that you couldn't get into without you know a gentleman's club or something but i'm talking like uh either like a country club or something like that like would you okay so if you had the money would you would you join like one of these um I'm not talking like skull and crossbones, like the uh, the old. Uh, <laughs> what's the, there's that big one that like all the presidents belong to. It's like the Skull and Bones Society. Uh, yeah, yeah, something. yeah. I joined the Illuminati. Join the Illuminati. Yeah. I no, was I thinking about this the other day because everybody would say, "Oh, you would join some kind of country club, or you would join some kind of like maybe um I don't know, like whatever the you know social club or something." Sure. But I think mine would be, uh, I would like to, I would join like one of those. Members only areas at, at the cigar bar, yeah. Especially at Priming's because you know free plug. Their their upstairs members area is fucking dope as shit. Yeah, it's really nice. And I'm not, but the thing is, I've never seen like any. I I, I don't know who's up there. I don't know if yeah. anybody actually goes up there and and, and does that. Because yeah. I feel like if I was, if I was gonna pay that kind of extra money to join a members area mm-hmm. i want there to be other members up there i don't sure. want to just go up there and smoke with myself yeah right, or at least right. at least let me take my boys up there with me yeah you know yeah. like it looked like a good little spot to uh to have business meetings and stuff like that you could tell they had to set up yeah. some of the rooms are over conference i've been up there a few times because they well we got we got the tour of the place when we first yeah, yeah. got there but then also there's been a couple of other times where i've just managed you know for just from knowing people or whatever just wouldn't manage to get up mm-hmm. there and then there's, there's, they have a really great view of the city, and they got these little rooms that are set aside that are fucking awesome. They're all done up, and they have, yeah. they're like, it, but it's like, they all look what, a little different. What would you, uh, like, what would be the reason? Like, what would you do up there? You just like walk around and smoke by yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's if I, if I was, the, if I was the only member up there, I would just sit in every chair for a little right. while, just move, get up, sit around, in another chair. Yeah, I guess you could throw parties up there, have a little get-togethers and yeah, strippers and. All that. Well, this is a funny like thing. Like, what, what's his place that got busted from the Patriots for running a prostitution ring? Oh, dude, what about old Robert Kraft? That's what I'm talking about. No, get, he, he, uh, he, I don't. He wasn't running a ring. He got busted for getting jacked off in an Asian massage parlor. I thought they indicted him and two other dudes for like being partners in that shit or something. Oh, I don't. I, I didn't hear that. I just heard that they were. Uh, there's like a, a a big investigation going in, like a big sting investigation. I thought I just. I heard that he was a, one of the Johns or something that got, got the old, the old tugging, the yeah, old tugboat. This place is like in Florida or something. It's though. in Jupiter, Florida, and it's Which like he's rarely down there. So my thinking is, he's I'm, got a place down there. He owns a oh, place. Oh, does he? Okay. He's got. He has a home down there. This makes me think. Uh, I bet he's running that shit. They said something about twenty million dollars. It's how much they had invested in it or some craft like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. Man. So you, you say some craft like that. <clears throat> some craft like some craft like that. You get a craft single. You sprinkle a little cheese on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know what? Maybe here, here you go. Give us some of that cheese money. Is he that craft? Is that? I don't know. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't, wondering. I don't like. think so. I think every, <laughs> I think if people just go to that. Ah, uh, fucking king of the cheese. Next, every time he fucking hugs uh, Tom Brady now. I get a feeling he's gonna be in jail, right? I don't know. I don't know. No, it's his charge was only a misdemeanor. Cause I, okay. I I don't I didn't hear that he was part of it. Like, yeah, it, I was listening to NPR today and they were talking about him being part of it. Yeah, like damn, I didn't hear that. Yeah, I just heard that he got <clears throat> him he and got three busted. other him and two other millionaire billionaire dudes 
had this thing going down there. Apparently, they were trafficking people. He's yeah, being that's indicted for that. Like, oh fuck! If he's getting yeah, he's yeah. gone. <clears throat> Anyways, um, they're bringing all these girls from China or whatever, and promising them all this shit, and then they're basically making them sex workers in these strip malls. And so. Stuff. Not to not to um, not to diminish the severity of that situation, mm-hmm. but just to lighten the mood a little bit. If they, there have been people in sports that have been stripped of their titles for lesser things. Mm-hmm. If he gets indicted for sex trafficking, did they take the, the Patriots' uh, wins away, or at least put an asterisk next to them? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how it works with owners. Uh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. By the way, did you notice in the last Super Bowl, Tom Brady didn't even look excited to win? Like there was, they're they're so, like it's just he's so used to it. They there wasn't, I know. there was like there was no pomp and circumstance to the whole thing. He was, like, wasn't even excited. They're in every other Super Bowl. It's like, come on, man. Everybody's over it. We're over it, Tom Brady. Fuck it, go Brady. get out of there. Go fuck your beautiful Brazilian wife. Have more kids. Yeah, just don't go to Jupiter, Florida, and get jacked off by it. No. China. That would be woman. That'd be a waste of a Tom Brady. Dude, fucking Robert Kraft. Uh, they got R. Kelly. Don't got indicted for. Dude, how yeah. many? These guys are like. It's one thing. Like, uh, obviously, this is a this is a joking show. So please mm. don't take anything I say seriously. And obviously, so people, anybody taking advantage of anybody else, male, woman, child, adult, is, is fucking heinous. Is it? Should be those. Those are the people that get raped by the pineapple in hell. Sure. But someone like Bill Cosby, who uh, so, who was doing something that might have been prevalent in the time period, wrong as it may have been, mm-hmm. uh, you know, taking advantage of of age women, using his power to maybe lure women to, uh, you know, to, to have sex with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pastime, you know. But not the that, dragging part. <laughs> that is something on a totally different level when you start going to some R. Kelly shit where this motherfucker was having, like, filming underage girls, having them say their age on camera, and then, like, grooming them to be, like, his harem of underage fucking girls. Mm. And then someone, like, you know, if if it's true that, that uh, you know, Robert Kraft was in, you know, allegedly part of this ring, like, this, like, sex trafficking, like, you talk, those are the fucking people that are going to burn in the fucking hellfire. Yeah. Yeah, I can't understand. I mean, I guess because I don't have that particular fetish, but I can't understand why you would want to with the young girls. You know what I mean? That's just crazy. I don't ever. No, s- it's disgusting. Sickness there, man. <laughs> you know? And fuck, the weirder yeah. shit is, dude. Look how. And he like almost got in trouble for it. Everybody made fun of him for fucking years, and then he just kept. Dude, he's he got, did it again. Yeah, we had, he had one trial, got fucking done with it, and then this shit came out. And it wasn't. This That's is how stupid we he were. Can't control Dude, it. Dude, this is how unwoke we were as people, you know, twenty years ago. Because it, it was a fucking obvious thing. Like they, people made obvious, like mainstream jokes about it. Goddamn Chappelle show did a skit about I pee oh, on yeah. you. Like can there was uh, on you? It was it was like mainstream media. The uh, that the movie Mallrats made a kind of alluded to it when they when, with the uh, the Ben Affleck character mm-hmm. having sex with that underage girl, like. Mm-hmm. Like it was a thing that was known. Yeah. And he just man, just fucking idiot. It's like those people that like rapists, man. It's like 
they can't control it. They got to do it. You know what I mean? It's like they're going to do it. I mean, essentially what, he, what he's doing is right because they're underage. Well, I listened to a podcast by comedian um, <clears throat> Dan Cummins called Time Suck. And the last – he just picks different topics and he lets himself go into like, you know, Time Suck mode where he just like researches the hell out of things and goes on, goes in the internet holes and just finds – and then reports back what he found about certain topics. And he did one that was like uh, what to do with pedophiles. It was like, do you, this is a mental disease, or this is, even, let's not even call it a disease, let's just call it, their their particular sexual proclivity is not something that can be cured. It's like, it's like saying you can't, you know, it's like mm-hmm. saying you can cure gay or cure mm-hmm. heterosexual. Yeah, like, yeah. this is what they're attracted to. It's like, so what do we do? What do we, is it is it okay to put them on a fucking island? Right. And just get them <laughs> away from fucking people? How Australia got started. If you are, if, if there's a murderer who's out there and who's known to fucking murder, you're going to put him away from people he can murder, right? Mm-hmm. But yet there's sex offenders out there who are released back into the fucking society that will... Inevitably do. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure some of those guys can... Maybe it's some therapy can control it, but still, though, man, I wouldn't want my kids around those fuckers. This podcast took a very dark turn. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. No, no, I mean, it, it amazes me, though. It's like, yeah, what do you do with them? I mean, that is that... A crime punishable by, you know, death, maybe? Or should we start killing these fuckers? Yeah. Off? Well, that opens up a different topic if you mm-hmm. believe in death penalty or not. But there's definitely... I forgot, man. Isn't, isn't there a... Uh, we have a we have a long-standing tradition as humans of sending people we don't like to islands. <laughs> right. We did it with Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you know what? We don't want you here. We're just going to find an island to put you on. We tried to do it with a state here. What is Georgia basically a prison state for a while? I didn't hear about one, that, one but of, look one at like... One of the southern states was like a, basically it's where they sent all the really? prison. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It sticks out to me from my American history. It's been a while, though. There is a stretch of Georgia uh, when I go down to visit Kimmy, my daughter, that is... I forget what road it is, but it's like some... One of the roads you gotta take to get between two major highways, but it's like a back highway, like a secondary highway. Mm-hmm. And there is literally nothing, like maybe one truck stop. It's not even a truck stop. It's like a, like an off-brand local gas station. Yeah. Like we can just you can fuel up and get like some, some gross snacks. Yeah. And get back on the road, and that I can see, is pretty much like being in in prison because there's, <laughs> there's solitary confinement there's even a black zone where like you can't get any reception on your like internet service yeah so I'm, every time i go to kimmy there's one zone where i'm like fuck i'm I i'm just I'm on the right road like hope you know i'm just i'm gonna be stuck on this road for the next you know the next at least hour because there's like there's like an hour stretch where you can't pick up any like internet or anything you're like mm. in a dead zone and there's no exits you're just like fuck i'm just cr- cruising with my own fucking thoughts yeah remember that <laughs> Back in the day, dude, before smartphones, if you driving around, if your radio didn't work, you were fucked, dude. Yeah. You'd be humming songs and shit. Remember riding around, uh, like from town to town, where like you had to find the new radio station because it would cut yeah. out. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. I remember. You remember riding down directions? I mean, shit, dude. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, so you go like three miles up, about three miles, yeah, okay, and then take a ride on, yada yada yada. And I'd have these directions. I'd be looking down on my on my lap, trying to like look yeah. okay, and I'd find that street. You'd have to always feel bad because you had to like slow down, 
really bad to like look for a street sign, especially yep. if you have somewhere in the country, and then people get all pissed off at you. Yep. And you t- yeah, it was crazy, dude. And then there's always inevitably uh, somebody that didn't know the street name, so they were trying to give you landmarks. Like, look, there's going to be a tree that looks like Roseanne Bar. Yeah. And then yep. you're going to make a left of that tree. Yep. And then you're going to go about two more blocks down, and you're going to see a road that the exit or the entrance to the road shaped like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? There's a house with a pink door. It's just a faded red door. I mean, I <laughs> yeah, I remember um, that shit. We used to go out to house parties out in the country and shit. And like, oh, yeah, that, that was half the fun was finding it. Yeah, yeah. Especially as a teenager, which uh, kids, please uh, do not drink. And people who do drink, drink responsibly. But and you know when you're a teenager and you start pre-gaming... Mm-hmm. Because you want to get to the party and, and already be kind of buzzed, but then inevitably, of course, you uh, you get lost, and then which doesn't help at all because now yeah. you like you're a, you got a car full of like teenage dudes yeah. that are have already started like you know maybe maybe sipping some Zimas or something, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, you're like yeah. fuck, right? You know what amazes me is out of all the times you used to go out places and, and not have GPS, of course, and had to write down the fucking instructions. I don't. How do we get home? You know what I'm saying? Like, you just follow the instructions backwards. I guess, but I don't. I remember just being pretty drunk. Sorry, Dad. Sometimes and like, I don't know how we made it home. Sometimes like, someone has to navigate. <laughs> I can't do it. I was actually horrible at that. Just don't. Which is uh, luckily I never drove a lot of places because I just people, people uh, even before we knew about responsible drinking. My friends all knew that don't let me drive because I just have horrible with fucking direction. Like I'll just I'll end up going the same the wrong fucking way. Just I have a horrible sense of like knowing where I came from. <laughs> I'm just yeah. like ah, this looks like the right way. I don't know. Yeah, I was always pretty good at it, but I do remember sometimes like these parties out in the country, man. I don't know how we got home. It's just crazy. I went to one that was way out by Buffalo River one time. It was one of the most fun parties I've ever been to, but. We all ended up getting like almost puke worthy drunk, and mm-hmm. I don't remember even driving. You know what I mean? Like driving home, this is terrible. Don't do that, kids. Don't drink too many May days and drive. No, definitely not. It was a different fucking time, man. Yeah. I know that people say that all the time, and it's a, it's yeah. a, it's not a good excuse at all because it was only fucking whatever any fucking years ago it was. Yeah. But yeah, but it was like twenty. Years people ago. were not as aware, like, because I grew up. And you know we both we we're, we're close enough to grow up where we 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 remember like people our parents' age like like drinking and like having a beer in the car like it was no big deal. Oh yeah, dude. having a fucking roadie, like having that a can. Took me to the, parties, having and there were like other yeah. kids at the party I would play while our parents were getting fucked up and drinking. And my dad yeah. would drive home. Yeah. We had a wet bar <laughs> in our house. My parents would throw parties all the time, and it's like my parents would go to parties and stuff, and uh. It was just it wasn't a big it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Uh, now, granted, they were probably a lot more responsible with the knowing how to drink than maybe we are because we are definitely in that uh, that um, indulgence culture now at our age where we just we think we have to do the most of everything. Mm-hmm. Which is why my voice is probably like. Which is why I think I got sick when I got back from Cuba because I. Not only did I travel internationally, but I smoked so many fucking cigars. Yeah, you did. In a <clears throat> short span of time, too. There was not a day where I, I don't think I had less than two a day because 
it's just so prevalent there. Yeah. It's amazing. Jealous. Maybe I'll get down there. Yeah. I got to go to work, boss. All right, guys. We will see you guys next week. Um, thanks to Mayday Brewery for drinking this Boro Blonde. Can't wait to take my folks out there. I think I'm going to stock up on some soul while I'm out there. Maybe get my dad some of that sassafras. Get some datafras. Yeah, that's so, I like it. Uh, cool. You gotta check out Malibu Blackout across all the social medias. Uh, check out uh, sherrybuzz.com backslash hell or high tide for my book. Uh, Chris, you got anything coming up you wanna plug? If you guys are listening to this, then uh, my birthday is in two days. Wish me a happy birthday. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Do we know what we're doing yet? No, I haven't have any plans. Figure something out. Same about going to Chuck E. Cheese, playing a. Uh, Cool. Little skee ball? Yeah. Little ski All right, ball. cool. We'll <laughs> see you guys at Chucky. See ya.